the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, for the next two hours, I think we're going to have fun because there's four of us in the studios and there's two gray-haired guys and then um, we have two whippersnappers. Yeah, but Mark, did you happen to look at Eric? He's turning gray, too. I think you're getting to him. Oh, he is. Yeah. He is. We need to talk him into coloring his hair. <laughs> <laughs> what color do you like? Hey, hey, hey you, you, you have to remember if you're going to color your hair, you got to do your eyebrows too, and the ear, the hair in your ears. Otherwise, everybody can tell. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking either you go to brown or you go to silver. One or the other. Now, they don't call it silver anymore. They call it chrome. (laughs) (laughs) It's chrome. I thought what you and I had was chrome when there's nothing. Exactly. No, that's, well, that could be chrome, too. That could be chrome, too. It's called the ball cap. Yeah, it's called the ball cap. That's exactly right. So we got, all of these guys are from from Kurt's Auto, I-17 and Bell. There's Kurt to my left, and he's the boss. Then we got Eric, and that's what Eric says, and that's what Jeff says. But Eric is his son, and... God bless you, Kurt. I usually say that to the son, but I'm saying it to you. <laughs> and, and and you want to say anything? You want to say anything that's special? <laughs> Not at this point, unless you want to okay. wish Mom a happy Mother's Day. Oh, you can? Oh, yeah. you can. That yeah, works. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. What's your mother's name? Well, my mother? Yeah. Well, my mother and my stepmother. Okay, or I don't my care. Stepmother. Wish them my both. My mother-in-law. Okay, wish them both. Well, mom is Alice. Okay. She lives up in Paulden. Okay. And uh, All right. mother-in-law is Kathy. You know her. Okay, yeah, yeah. And they're okay. both happy Mother's Day. Okay, all right. That's nice of you. He's just brown-nosing his way to the... Yeah, you know he's trying to make me look bad, Mark. Exactly. I know what he's saying. <laughs> Eric, um, you have to work with him every day, and you actually um, work kind of uh, next to him and over him. Cause, and, and what's it like? Eric's a great guy. Just say hell. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Eric is so much easier to get along with than the older guys. (laughs) I told you, Mark. Yeah, that's a a good thing. That's a good thing. (laughs) It it is. Well, and and you're the service manager, service writer, am I right? You handle the phone calls. There is somebody, a very nice young lady, by the way, because I called the other day. That is actually, we just... Put on my youngest daughter. Okay. I learned from you. I figured we'd get somebody to corral these guys. And, and that's what Andy does. She, yeah, she, a- she Andy does that, so I'm hoping Anna can take care of it. Okay. So Anna was really nice, and I said, one of the two clowns called me, and she <laughs> says, oh, Eric and, and Jeff? <laughs> I said, one of them called me. So, so, But no, she was really polite. Yeah. Very professional, yeah. too. Very professional. So, And then Eric works in the shop, and he's kind of like the lead tech or the helper, the guider. <laughs> he's the senior guy. Is that is that it? 
Yes. Okay. And he's the one that plays practical jokes by, you know, asking them to come over here and hold this spark plug, but they don't know it's attached to the engine, and then he starts it. He's the honorary one. Well, that's not true. <laughs> okay. It's Jeff. Jeff. Jeff is the honor. Yeah, we had a truck that had it train horns in, and uh-huh. Jeff found them. So he told Eric, he says, would you slide under? We got a vibration. And just as Eric slid under, they blasted them horns. It almost killed him. They thought it was hilarious. Yeah, he had to go change his pants. Because <laughs> no, that's the fun of it. That's the fun of it. That's that's the fun of you know. It's just a bunch of guys in the shop. That's that's the fun of it. It's uh, it. But you 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 have to be careful though, Eric, because now that you're on, or uh, Jeff, you, now that you're on top of him, you got him good. Then there's there's a good chance he's going to turn around and try to switch the tables. Yeah, you always have the the cars with the blown head gaskets that's pumping compression out the cooling system. Uh huh. You get the new guys, and you say, hey, have you ever seen sparks in a radiator? Put your eye real close to the cap. <laughs> yeah. When you crank it, it washes their eyeball out. It's really entertaining. Yeah, yeah. And, and you don't do that to somebody who's significantly bigger than you are. <laughs> you get him in on the joke as well. 602-508-0960. You've been a master tech? Yes, sir. And uh, how many years have you been a master tech? How many years have you been an ASC certified? That's too hard to count. Okay. Yeah, 20, 25, I don't That's know. That's what I think. I think you and I are about the same age, so yeah, it's going to be yeah. 25 to 30. Yeah, to be exact, Mark, you're one month older than I am, Okay, you were right. wondering. No, I, I, I didn't know that, but, <laughs> and I don't really care. <laughs> this isn't a matter of age. This is a matter of experience. It's you and I against the whippersnappers. Right, and i done my first job for hire at uh-huh. 17 years old, and at 63, you can do the math. Yeah, and I, I worked at Ken's Broadway Shell at Broadway and Priest when I was 14 years old light about my age yeah and i still have a piece of paper that he gave me a nickel an hour raise for um for merit <laughs> for merit and that's that's just after i told him i was leaving <laughs> and um, and i i worked from a gas paint and we were at uh, 27 29 and 31 this is right after unleaded or the midgrade yeah. came out and I went there, and I was I worked from three to midnight, and I ran the three to midnight shift. Then I went to school at nine o'clock, yeah. got off at noon, and went back at three. Yeah. So, but that's where I, we got our starts. Yeah. And, and under the the very best of conditions, we know where these guys got their start at high school and stuff like that, and yeah. working on lawn mowers and stuff like that. But you've been a master tech for a long time. How about you, uh, Eric? Um, I would probably say I got my first. Shortly after I was started, and then master within a year or something. So I've been 16 years or something. Okay. All right, and and Jeff, we actually certified together. Okay, so it's been 15 years. Okay, and so it's important to understand that the recertification. First of all, to be a master tech, there's eight automotive tests. Mm-hmm. Okay, we got front end, which includes suspension. We've got heating and cooling. Um, we've got engine, we've got transmission, we've got gearboxes, we have electronic fuel injection or electronics. There's going to be eight tests, and I don't know all of them. So you take the eight tests and you're a master, but you have to recertify every five years. Mm-hmm. So you've got to take the same test. Yep. And when you take the tests, I don't know, do you guys have any idea, do you remember how long it takes you to take all eight tests? I think it's um, four hours yeah, or three or four. Yeah, it's about a half hour a test yeah. or so. So it's a long time, and it's not something that's easy to pass because they change the questions. Mm-hmm. And it's real high security, too. They yep. search you when you come in yep. to make sure you don't have anything to, to cheat the test. And they make you put everything in a locker, and you're not allowed to talk to anybody. So it's real high security. It's not like yep. anybody's going to be able to write on the back of their eyelids and stuff. 602 and we'll take them. And have you got a caller, Gil? Yes, uh, Lee. 
Lee, good morning to you. What can we do for you? Good morning. I have a um, uh, Mercedes where the air that's coming out is not cool anymore. And uh, so I had been a deal with a, with a dealer in Connecticut when I was up there. I called him. I said, what do I do? He said, just go to a shop that you know you can trust out there. I said, well, okay. Because it could be a simple thing like they would add Freon, or he said you could get ready to remortgage the house if you get someone that wants to build a sale. So okay. I'm looking for but So why didn't they want to do it? Why, why did they pass on the, uh, this is a Mercedes dealer, why did they pass? No, no, not, not a dealer, just a, a shop in, in Connecticut where I live. Okay, all right. I'm out here now in Sun City. Okay, all right. Okay, well, um, he, I think that's... What he said to me, he said, just talk to people and see as it can go from a... Okay. ...to, uh, you know, he said free mortgage house. Okay, okay, all right. Is he got a new Mercedes with the new Freon? Is that why he's... I don't know. Him? What year's your car? Oh, one. Okay, no, no it's a 12. I don't understand why you're mortgaging your house and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. When was the last time you had it serviced? No, I'm, that was just what he said. He was saying it can go from either they add Freon or they start to I know, build but I, I'm there. asking you, how long has it been since you've had it serviced? That's one of the questions that's going to be necessary you answer in order for us to help you here. Oh, uh, well, serviced... Uh, Probably three months. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure. I mean, it should be easily done by any shop. I mean, I don't. It's a Freon check level or a compressor, you know, signal or so something. I mean, it doesn't seem like it should be anything well, that should be that big a deal. Warm those different than hot. You yeah. Know? And so warm indicates that he's got something. It's more than likely he has something. I, I think the possibility exists that he has a leak. But you don't know till you get it into the shop. So, um, okay. uh, Lee, I, I think the first step is is to just add some dye. Yeah. Bring it up to snuff, right? And I'm going to ask you when we're done here um, what it's going to cost in parameters-wise. So you bring it in, you add some dye, you add a little bit of Freon, you get it kind of cold, and then you're going to say, bring it back how long after yeah. you do the dye? Usually I say it when you notice a temperature change on the hot part of the afternoon. Okay, okay. So it might be a day or two or three. It could be a week or it could be a month, just depending on the size of the leak. So yeah. when you see a temperature change on a good hot day, then bring it back. What color are we likely to find when we put on our funky yellow glasses and we're looking for the residue of the dye that will hopefully tell us where the leak's at? It'd be green. Okay, and it could be pink, could be orange, yeah. could be yellow. There's a lot of different mm -hmm. dyes out there. But mm -hmm. I would imagine that Eric likes pink. And so that's <laughs> the reason why he, I, th I was guessing it was going to be pink. So you put well, dye in so it. So where, where can I go to Eric then, huh? Well, what part of town do you live in? Sun City. Okay. Well, you can go. I'll give you a couple of different shops. Um, up in Sun City, you have Auto Dynamics. And then you also have, you can call S&S Tire. I think they do air conditioning, but you can go to I-17 and Bell and go to Kurtz and, and, uh, and see uh, Eric and Jeff there and Kurt there. 
Um, and, and Jeff, you're the one that does the money end of it, so give me some parameters. Not knowing how much Friani he takes, not knowing you know all the other questions, give me some parameters. And so first thing I'd say is let's let's do a basic testing on it. Okay. Mechanical. Okay. You can do the mechanical test. I figure most shops be anywhere from 50 to 75 bucks or so. Okay. If it's electrical, okay. like control side mode temperatures acting up on you. Okay. And what you mean by electrical is, is we don't have a compressor activation. We're not running the compressor. So we've got a low pressure switch, a high pressure switch. We've got something malfunction there that's doing that. So you're okay. looking at, let's look at the fundamentals first. Let's look for a compressor operation. You're going to reach down and grab one of the two pipes off the uh, compressor. What do you expect them to be? One is going to be? One's going to, you're going to let go really fast. <laughs> okay, it's going to be hot. It should be. <laughs> All right. And the other one should okay. be fairly cold. Okay. And we cold means we got a compressor activation. Yeah. Right? Correct. Okay. So at that point, we know that we got everything working. And we hope, in his case, it is. So then at that point, what are you going to do? At that point, you're going to see whether you got the temperature blending properly, because if he's got the proper level, it's cooling in the evaporator. Okay. Which is, pulls the cool air and everything. So that means we're getting too much heat to it. Okay. And, and so the, we got this door underneath the dash that gives us all hot, all cold, or in between. And we want to make sure that we don't have it in between where we get half and half. Okay? okay. Isn't that right? That's right. Okay. So that's how we can do that. So at that point, we add dye. We send him on his way. And so yeah. I'm, I'm thinking he's going to be somewhere in the vicinity after we do all that checks, $100, $150, roughly. Okay. Now, he comes back. We're going to put on our funky glasses and look for the leak. Yep. And then we're going to bid the leak. Now, we have, do you have the electronic dipstick, the fancy new machines where you can pull it out and figure out how many ounces it's got, stuff like that? Yeah. Okay. So that's something we've never had before. Kurt and I have never had that before. So we just flew by the seat of our pants yeah, when we, we did our side glasses and bubbles. That's exactly right. Yeah. But with the new electronic stuff, we look at the tag on the car and it says, let's just pretend for easy math, okay? Give me a break here. It's got 20 ounces. Uh -huh. Okay. So we suck it completely out and it has 12. So we clean the 12, take the metal out of it, take the moisture out of it, and we save it in our back pocket. And so then what we do is we fix the leak. Yep. So now we're going to put his 12 back in, and we're going to add another 18. Yep. 18? Okay, I just tested you. <laughs> we'll I'm just testing you. Mark. Yeah. So we're, we're doing ounces, and so we're going to bring him back up to 20 ounces. Yeah. Okay. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I can tell you unequivocally that that machine's made me look like a hero 100 times over. Because they'll come in, and you'll find out they're 7 or 8. Kurt. It's true that we never had a chance when we serviced air in the old days. Yeah, but we've done a better job than them. So, But they have this electronic <laughs> dipstick now. They put it back in, and 100% and, and of the people that we've serviced and put exactly what it was in has, has called us and said it's all the difference in the world. Yeah, it makes yeah. a huge difference. It, it, and, and before, when we just flew by the seat of our pants, you could get 10 guys to look at the same car, and every one of them put a different Freon in it. Mm -hmm. sure. But that new electronic dipstick makes us look heroes. Yep. It's also about $8,000, <laughs> but never mind that. <laughs> it's only money. <laughs> yeah, it's only money. All right, when we come back, we're going to take calls, and if you want to join us, you can, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Kurtz Auto, Kurtz here, Jeff here. And unfortunately, they checked out Eric from the Insane Asylum, and he's here, too, and we'll be back in a minute. Hello. I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the Valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, 
and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May. And I wrote this message. 960 The Patriot presents Saving the Republic, an evening with two-time best-selling author Jonah Goldberg and 960 The Patriot's own Hugh Hewitt. Our fundamental problem is that we have a crisis of gratitude in this country. We basically no longer teach people to be grateful for the things that we have, for the history that we have, and we don't actually look at the upside of anything. Enjoy a night out for an intimate dinner. Our cigar patio with Hugh Hewitt, courtesy of 21 Degrees Cigar Lounge. And a special talk and book signing for Jonah's brand new book, Suicide of the West. How the rebirth of tribalism, populism, nationalism, and identity politics is destroying America. Capitalism can't give you meaning. The market can't give you meaning. It can give you opportunities to pursue meaning on your own. That's what the individual pursuit of happiness is all about. We're becoming much more tribal, and we're starting to watch politics as a form of entertainment. Limited seating. So go to 960thepatriot.com right now for tickets and info. That's 960thepatriot.com. Raised up from under my hood and he shook his head and said, This ain't good. Okay, Time let's turn on all the microphones, Mark, and uh, and we're going to take calls in just a minute. But with Kurt from Kurt's Auto, Eric from Kurt's Auto, and Jeff from Kurt's Auto, <laughs> and Mark Salem, we're all here together. Kurt's is at I 17 in Bell, and we needed to recap for Lee. Lee, there's three shops in your general area there's Auto Dynamics, and he's on 99th and Grand. We have S&S Tire. He's on 91st and Grand. And then Kurtz is at I-17 and Bell. On everybody's available to, to handle your, your concern with your air conditioning, but it's probably going to be a two-visit visit. It's going to be the first time, let's get it up to snuff, check some of the basics, and send you out the door, because we really need to know how big the leak is. Mm-hmm. If everything works for him for the next two or three months, then there's really no harm, no foul here. Right? Correct. Right. So we're going to leave it alone because it's easier to service this once a year than it is to go in and start hunting down a whole bunch of leak or a small leak like that. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how it works. So anyway, and those are the three shops. Again, Auto Dynamics, S&S Tire, and then Kurtz Auto Repair, I-17 and Bell, northeast corner. Let's go to the phones real quick. James, you're up first. How can we help you? I'm dying here in surprise. I got a 2012 Chevy Colorado. Uh, started a few months ago with the blower motor uh, working intermediately. Uh, so far, I've replaced three resistors, wiring harness, blower motor, checked the ground uh, under the hood, uh, checked the battery to body ground, uh, and it's still just intermediate. It, it comes, the blower comes on, on only on number two when it wants to. Okay. Um, I don't see anybody raising their hands. I thought I saw Eric raise his hand. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Well, does number two a speed you use a lot? Um, no, no. Before I had any problems, and I knew that, that Colorado's had issues for, for this 
years of Colorado's. But um, no, but just when it started working, it just it tends to now just not work at all. If it does work, it's on two. Okay. Okay. Because if, if it starts working and I turn it to one or three or four, then it just stops. Okay. Yeah. We understand. It more than likely, you you've named everything in the system except for the switch. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. All right. I want you Dang to picture it. this, okay, James? You should have called yep. us a long time ago. We'd have saved you a hell of a lot of money. But we got well, the blower. I, I, you know. Okay. Well, that that's fine. It's okay. It's your money. But we got the <laughs> blower motor over here on my right hand, and then we got the switch in the middle, and then we got the battery on my left hand. So if the blower motor is drawn excessive amps, the first place it goes through is it goes through the switch. Now, the blower motor, it has four speeds. Here's a test for you, Mr. Big Shot. Speeds one. Which 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 Big Shot, Mark? (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at Eric. I'm looking at Eric. Okay. Um, There's four speeds, and and there's there's two circuits that run it. Tell us which one it is. Well, it depends which system you have. You can have an automated variable speed system. Okay, he doesn't. Switch. Clearly, <laughs> he, 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 he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. I know he does. Okay, he has four speeds. No. Uh, okay, go ahead. You've got the the two. Now you now you put me on the spot, and I it's forgot okay. what you said. No, no, it's okay. That's right. <laughs> that's, I, you're going to agree because you, I got you. I got you flustered. One, two, and three go through the resistor, and yeah. four goes right to the battery. Right through a relay, typically to a battery. Okay, and so okay. so you've you've got one, two, and three is the resistor and yeah. the switch, and then four just the switch just it hooks the the blower motor straight to the battery. Now here's what the mistake you made. You had a problem with the blower motor. And we certainly wouldn't have ta- we would have taken an amp draw measurement from yeah. that, and we would have known that it's well past. And if I'm not mistaken, it's between 15 and 18 amps. It's typical. Okay. And then if we saw 20 or 30 amps, we go okay. Everything upstream is suspect at yeah, that point. Yeah, that's toast at all. And you, and so you have to say to the customer, we're going to put a blower motor in it, but you may have a switch that goes out, and it's part of this calamity, and we're not going to replace the switch for you for free. So we're going to kick you out the door because one, two, and three or four are working, but you may lose one, two, three. And yep. so that's going to go, or four, and uh, which is the high blower. But in your particular case, I agree with the whippersnappers. You just need to replace the uh, fan switch. And when you take it out, take it apart and look at it. If it's burn up beyond belief, that was caused by the blower motor on the first time. Yep, I am. Yes. Okay. okay. All righty. Well, good luck okay. to you, James. Thank you very much. That was a great question. And us old guys won the whippersnappers. <laughs> Michael, you're up next. How can we help you? Hi, Mark. Hi. I've got a 98 BMW Z3, and I decided to check out the uh, AC this week. In fact, I turned it on for the first time this week. And I only use it about the AC about 10 or 12 times a year because I go out in the morning and it's cool. Okay. So I drove from East Mesa, downtown Phoenix, 30 miles, and put my uh, thermometer in the center vent, closed the others. Let's see, ambient temperature 94, and it yeah, went 45 degrees all the way down. And, and then, uh, okay, we have a comment. Um, Jeff? Okay. What do you think? No, obviously, AC's working a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? If I got 45 out of my truck, I'd be happy. I would, too. <laughs> and how about you? Uh, I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy. happy with 45. I think that I my personal limit's 55. And we need to be under 55. Yeah. And and we've had them, I mean, really and truly, uh, Michael, it's not likely that any car is going to throw ice cubes at you. I mean, there's not anybody that's going to be down there in the 20 or the 30s. And, and at 45, that's a home run. 
That's a home Good. run. I usually look for about I fifty expect. degrees less than outside. Okay, and and okay. and he and Eric said brings ninety four to fifty to forty five. That's right there. Right, and Jeff brings up a great point because that is another way to look at it. What's the ambient? Because at sixty degrees, it's going to be a little colder, and yeah. it, mm-hmm. at one hundred and ten or one hundred and five degrees, it's going to be a little warmer. Yeah. But when we look at the the spread, you were right, mm-hmm. um, Jeff. I'm going to say this quietly. You were right because the spread works. Mm-hmm. A little bit better than just the shooting from the hip like Aaron, Eric and I did. <laughs> but but um, 45, really and truly, um, we're all in agreement that um, there's there's no way that you need any work. I, I think you're let just me, fine. Can I give you the return trip? Sure. Okay, I, I let it sit out in the sun for three and a half hours, and the interior temperature is 156 when I got in. Okay. Then I took off from downtown, and I put it on recirculate. Okay. Uh, max fan, you know, max cool. Okay. 104 ambient. Okay. 40, 45 degrees all the way back. Okay, so yeah, we 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 still yeah. we still think there's nothing wrong with it. But you know what? If you want to spend a bunch of money, Salem or Kurtz will take your money. <laughs> I got okay. an idea, Mark. Yeah. He can just send us fifty dollars each. Yeah, and we'll advise yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, well, I just don't know. If you want to spend a bunch of money, we're here to help you. <laughs> The car's never been in the shop, so I don't okay. think I will. <laughs> well, well, first of all, we know you're lying because it's a BMW. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, all right. All right, calm down, everybody. But but we're teasing you, okay? We're just teasing yeah, you. But you might be have the only BMW in the world that's never been in the shop, especially in 1998. But anyway, we're happy for you, and your Z3 is perfect. And and the information you gave us, we rarely get from anybody else, right? Uh We don't get the ambient and the split, and then we don't get the 150, and then we're Mm -hmm. dropping down to 40-something. We never get that. No. No. So um, that's probably an engineer. Michael, here, I'm going to give you a present for that, okay? Kurtz has a free oil change for you. (laughs) (laughs) No, he he can't bring it. It's never been in the shop. Oh, no. <laughs> we're we're going to have Eric change it in the parking lot. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fine. All right. So, Kurtz has a free oil change because you have the winning car today. And I'll pay for it if Eric doesn't. Well, you okay. know what happened last time, Mark? Yeah. Well, Thanks a lot, guys. Okay, okay guys. Well, when you offered to pay for it, remember Jeff? Jeff sent you the bill, bill yeah. for 55 gallons of oil and yeah. stuff? Yeah, I'm going to fix him a little later on. Okay. Hey, we'll be back in a minute. Greg, you stay there. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101.
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserit paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people. They're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-518-4020. 800 518 4020. That's 800 518 4020. Welcome back, everybody. It's uh, 33 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Let me tell you real quick about somebody, Kurt, that actually was rebuilding transmissions when you and I were pumping gas. That would be Phil. Phil. Phil at Automatic Transmission Exchange. He's been rebuilding transmissions in Phoenix since 1968. He's been at 40th Street in Washington since 1968. He knows what he's doing since 1968. He'll drive your car. He'll talk to you, but preferably not Monday mornings and Friday afternoons for obvious reasons. So if you're in Phoenix and you have a transmission problem, may I suggest to you that you take up his offer and stop by Automatic Transmission Exchange. We call it ATE. And uh, he'll assign somebody to go drive your car if you can make it happen. That's a real important part is if you can duplicate the symptoms, that's the great part about it. So that's Phil at Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington. And let's go to the phones. Greg, thank you for holding. How can we help you? Good morning. Good morning. I have a F-350 Ford uh, van with the Triton V10 in it. Okay. It's a 98. Um, We just just got it. It was donated to us. And we want to use it for cross-country trips. It's got 130,000 miles on it. I'm not sure if we we want to bring it in and have someone check it out to see if it's something we should keep or sell. Okay. Um, uh, Jeff, uh, it's at your door, and he just asked you that question. Sure. Okay. And go go ahead. I'm him. Yeah. So we would definitely take a look at it. We have a basic inspection, go through a checklist of kind of hit the tops of a bunch of different systems. And uh, Okay. And, and 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 I think I think for us I'm not speaking for you but for us it's just really a matter he says cross country so all of a sudden we're not going to peel off the 25% of bad we're going to peel off a bigger number Correct. so we're going to go into a it, what can break you down kind of thing so he may have some issues there that are not going to need the tow truck 
so he's got a window that rolls up on the back uh, back seat area that comes guys go slow yeah, they they need a BMW. They never go to the shop. Oh yeah, that's right too. Yeah, they don't make a three quarters or a three or a one ton van. But what you're looking for in my vernacular is a used car checkover. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you're saying I I, wa- I kind of want to buy this. So what's wrong with it now? What give me an estimate to fix now? And then if you can look into the future. Now let me ask you a question. Where's the temperature gauge run on that? Well, it's running within the the middle range. So okay, that's the goalposts. Okay, those right. are the goalposts. I think, Eric, we want it to run where on the gauge? You would like it to slightly under half all the time. Okay, but I'm going to open up that door on the F-350 to a half to three quarters. Yeah, Okay. you're pulling hard, yeah. Right, and, and that's the window you're going to be okay. Yeah. You're going to be okay in that window. Does it use any oil, or have you had it long enough to determine that? Yeah, it's not burning any oil. It's not dripping anything that I can see on okay. the ground. Well, you guys can argue with this. I'm of the opinion that the beginning of the end is we start puffing some blue smoke every once in a while. It starts consuming or leaking oil, and then the end of the of the end of the life is close when we start when we foul a spark plug. Yeah, mm-hmm. agreed. Yeah, and that's the as we get internal pressure, Greg. Then we start leaking right. oil. And if we have internal pressure, we're likely consuming oil. And if you don't have any of those issues, that engine's capable of going how far, whippersnappers? We see them 250, 300. Eric? Yeah, we, we see them up there. We got one in there that's almost 400. Okay. That we've seen. I, I agree with you. It'll go 250 to 350 with no problem. And now, um, Eric, uh, it, how many times has he been around the world? At 200,000 miles. I don't know, Mark, but you probably know because you stumped me with a question. He, no, 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 you no. You can't drive around t- the world, Mark. There's I oceans know. in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to spot you the answer, Eric. It's 25,000 miles around the girth of the earth at the equator. Uh-huh. You ever take 100 miles. Okay. So in 200,000 miles, how many times has that van circled the world? He's pushing 10. Eight. 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 I don't know where he came from. I don't from. know either. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I'd throw that in there to confuse him. It didn't work. You, you were guessing. He'd go, yeah, 10. <laughs> no, it's 8, but it's 8. And, yeah. and people, I use that a lot because people understand. They expect so much out of their cars, but this van's been around the world eight times at 200,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a lot of stop and goes. He's going to need a tranny probably between 200 degrees or not. Yeah, I would expect yeah. so. Okay, I, I'm thinking too. He's probably already had some air conditioning work at 130. So yeah. that should last him for another seventy-five or 80,000 miles. So I think a used car checkover is kind of what you need. I think you're okay. going to spend seventy-five to one hundred and twenty-five dollars for that. Mm-hmm. You guys in agreement yes. with that? That's, we're right in that bar. Okay, and and it's a it's a kind of a thing. And you say to the shop, um, I want to know what's wrong now with estimates, and I want to know what I need to address, and I want you to know that I'm really using that word towable issues. If this issue right. is going to cause me the need of a tow truck, I want to know now. Now, in our defense, excuse me, in our defense, we don't have a crystal ball, even though um, Chris has one or uh, Kurtz has one on his head. No. We don't <laughs> take your hat off, Mark. <laughs> we, we don't have a crystal ball, so we can't look into the future. But we certainly have the ability to give you the best idea. Our industry has yeah, the yeah. ability to give you yes. the best idea. Okay, did that get it for you, Craig? It did. So bring it in. And just go through. Be specific about what the um, my purpose is, uh, my end use is when I, I have them check it out. Right. Right. I, I like the idea that it's got one thirty. You mentioned yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I like the idea you're going to do cross country with it. 
and I like the idea that you want them to look first at the issues that's just going to cause you the need for a tow truck. And by the way, your insurance company will cover that by far cheaper than anybody else. You can right. turn your receipt in, and they'll take care of the receipt, and you don't have to tow it to the sh- to the nearest shop, which is inevitably is the shop from the tow truck. And of course, once they get you there, then at times I've been told they wear a mask and pull your pants down and take all your money out of your pockets. Okay, so just be careful about that, and that's why it's important for you to be able to tow it to wherever you want. So anyway, Greg, thanks very much. Hector, you stay right there. We're going to take you next, and we've got four lines open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And real quick, let me tell you about Larry Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue and Indian School. Bob is one of the best diagnostician present company excluded. Bob's one of the best diagnosticians I've ever met. He does auto electrical work. He does oil changes, brake service, auto emissions, any kind of maintenance. But if you've got a car and your story starts off with this, I've had it to 20 different places and nobody can fix it, and you live anywhere near 38th Avenue and Indian School, then you are best served by going to Larry Harker's Auto. Been in business since 1967. Ellen runs the front, Bob runs the back, and both of them know what to do and how to fix cars. That's Larry Harker's Auto. We'll be back. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. There's no question you want the best education for your child. It's an integral part of a bright future. A private Christian school provides more one-on-one attention, the structured learning and Christ-based values you want for your child. But if you didn't think you could afford it, 960 The Patriot presents Half Off Tuition. Now is your opportunity to enroll your child at a local private Christian school for half off. We've partnered with some of the top Christian schools in the Valley to offer a limited number of half-off tuition vouchers. Imagine smaller class sizes, better grades, an inspiring Christian environment where the achievements are positively outstanding. For details and a complete list of schools involved, go to 960thepatriot.com. A values-based Christian education has never been more affordable. Click now and get your half-off tuition voucher before it's gone. Only one or two vouchers per school available. And if you don't see the school you're interested in, let us know and we can try to work with that school. That's 960thepatriot.com. You're never too old, too wacky, too wild to pick up a book and read with a child. This is Andrew Morrill, president of the Arizona Education Association. Reading to your child now can spark a lifetime of reading and learning. Parents, we know you're tired at the end of a long day, but by taking just a few minutes to read with your child, you'll be setting them on a path towards reading and learning on their own. And studies show students who read, and are read too, do better in school and in life. 
So have books that interest your child around your home. If your child enjoys sports, have books about sports. If your child enjoys ballet, have books about dancing. With parents and teachers working together, every child in Arizona can learn to read. And reading may be the most important thing they'll ever learn. A message from the Arizona Education Association. Patriot app tip number seven. Not only is the app the best place to listen to your favorite Patriot shows and podcasts, but look out for special contests, giveaways, and even scratch games right at your fingertips. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. A station exposing the lack of transparency in the media today to hold the truth accountable. 960 The Patriot, where truth matters. Okay, welcome back, everybody. Let's see where the time's at on my screen here. 43 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, and we're going to go to the phones real quick, and we're going to go to Hector like we promised. Hector, how are you? Pretty good, pretty good. How you doing? Good, good. What can we do for you? Okay, I have an 01 Nissan Sentra. Um, I just got it back after getting it repaired because they had to replace all the coils because apparently it burnt out the computer twice, which is kind of pricey. Um, but that's all fixed, but now I've gotten it back, and when I start it, um, I take off and it kind of kind of stalls a little, like it pulls back. But if I start it and leave it on for about, I'd say about 20 seconds or so after letting it run, it'll drive just fine. I was kind of hoping you could give me a tidbit of information of what I should try to look for. Okay. Um, can we comment on that, all the coils and computer? Yes, please. Okay. Um, and let me just do it in a really nice way. Um, Kurt, have you ever replaced all the coils and the computer on any car. The only one that has these troubles was which Ford is it, Jeff? The Escape. The Escape has the coils Ford that shorter. It's, it's a Ford bulletin to do okay. that. But All right, that's, so that's uh, the only one. Other than Ford. But Nissan, I don't ever recall anything okay. like that. Eric? And especially two. Yeah, and then and then Jeff? Yeah, I don't ever recollect anything else. Okay, because that, that just screams that somebody is just replacing parts and and they don't really know uh, they haven't diagnosed it appropriately and then the excuse is is that i had two bad computers or i had you know a series of coils bad yeah. and stuff like that but let's get to the question the question is anybody want to chime in on why when he starts it and drives away it dies but if he lets it run for a few minutes then it's fine it's not, the only thing that really comes to my mind is somehow he has a, a lack of fuel pressure and then yeah. he hits it right at the beginning with the dip in fuel pressure, but over time it builds up and he's fine. Okay, okay. And, that, and, and that's exactly where I'm going. Hector, let me ask you this. When you start it up, when this happens, when you start it up cold, do you have to crank it a while to get it to run, or does it just hit the key and boom, it starts? Just hit the key and it starts. Okay. So I was thinking if you had a low oil fuel pressure when he's starting it up cold, then we'd usually see a double crank, triple yeah. crank. So I don't know the answer to that. Um, let's let's brainstorm it. An EGR that's coming on early. I was thinking a throttle or a coolant temperature sensor may be whack too. He may okay. he may not be getting the fuel proper. And, and if it's saying it's too hot, yeah. And when it's really yeah. cold, yeah. then it's not going to turn the faucet on because cold the computer turns yeah. the faucet on and gives you more fuel. You got any other? Yeah. Or if for some reason the hot wire on his mass airflow isn't warming properly okay. under the first initial oh. startup. That's a good one. O2 yeah. sensor heaters aren't working right or. When he gets into fuel control mode, it but runs he says better. It's right at the startup, right? Yeah, yeah. right at yeah. the startup. So that's you could have a computer logic problem yeah, too. Yeah, you could have an 
a logic problem. A ground problem. But we're talking about some of the stuff that usually hits check engine lights. Yes, this okay. is all true. But it only happens once during the day on yeah. the yeah. front side. So it may we may not have enough repetitions to set the check engine yeah. light. But would this one here is an O1 Sentra. Do you think we have serial stream data behind oh, that yeah. O1? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So if we have serial stream data, Hector, what we're going to do is we're going to be able to watch what the heck's going on. Now, does anybody here know what kind of grams we're, we're going to idle at? should be round three. And I was thinking three to five. Yeah. So if we're looking in the morning when this happens and we start it up and it's either 10 or 20 or it's one, then we've kind of got the track. Yeah. Because the mass airflow sensor tells the computer how much air is coming into the engine and it feels the air coming into the engine, Hector. So the computer looks at the air and looks at the chart and then opens the gasoline faucet to match the amount of air. But if the mass airflow sensor that's supposed to feel the air is wearing three winter coats, it can't feel the air, and so the computer's not going to open up the, the, the throttle, uh, open up the, the, the faucet, I should say. Agreed? Right. Right. Correct. Okay. okay. And so what we're talking about is, is if you wanted to try this yourself, you disconnect the negative side of the battery, you pull the mass airflow sensor off, you go buy some mass airflow sensor clean, don't you touch that little bitty pigtail little pig's tail inside the mass airflow sensor. Don't touch it, don't look at it, don't do anything except just wash it with some mass airflow sensor liquid. Then okay. let it dry. Yeah, let it dry. Let it set it out in the sun for a little while. Don't get your gasoline-powered blower and blow it out, okay? <laughs> this, is, this ain't a cheap part. And we got people with toothbrushes that figure out that they that if we're going to brush its teeth, we're better off. And, of course, that just yeah. ruins it. Gone. So that's what we all agree that that's probably a good step for yeah. you. Yes. Yeah. All righty. Okay. I right. will definitely do that. And if it doesn't work, I will take it to your shop for a diagnosis. Okay. Good enough. And and leave it there so that we can start it cold, whoever yeah. the shop is. Yeah. It, and yeah. you describe oh, okay. exactly what they need to do to get this to happen. And then if you want to... Okay. If you have technicians like Eric that can't read, this doesn't work. <laughs> he <laughs> can trace somewhere. He can trace. Yeah. Okay. So you write it down, and you copy it, and you put one on the dash, you give one to the service writer, and you tape the other to the rearview mirror for the technician that's going to be working on your car. No, I'm, isn't yeah. that a wonderful it really thing? Does it help. really does. It yes. helps. The more information, the better. Well, okay. and then you, you talk to the service writer. The service writer talks to his girlfriend, and then he calls his mother and wishes her And by the time he tells the technician, he's got 47 things on his hard drive and he's not going to get it right. So to write it down so that the guy working on your car can see that there's nothing wrong with that. No. Unless, of course, you're, well, the, you're illiterate like Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Hector. Well, then I'll have my wife take care of that part. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, Hector. I like Hector already. I like Hector. All right, thank you very much, Hector. Joe, you're up next. Joe, how can I help you? I, I, my son has a... I think it's either uh, 99 or 2000 Mitsubishi, the little sports car. Uh-huh. And uh, they have put, like, two alternators on it, and then you start driving it, and all of a sudden it just smokes the alternator. Okay. Uh, uh, what I'm asking is, I actually called because you had Kurt on there, and he's close to me. Uh-huh. Uh, what did it cost for a diagnostic to figure out why it's doing this? Okay, hold on. We're going to ask Jeff. A diagnostic. He's smoking the alternator. He's got obviously he's got smoke coming from it. So mm -hmm. this electrical diagnostic. Give me the range. The low side. The high side. Low sides around sixty bucks. 
and they could go up to about 150, depending how intense we have to get. Okay, and we have to. We're going to we're going to be looking at the continuity of all the wires. We're going to be looking at the volts. We're going to be looking how good the ground is. We're going to be doing all of that. Have you got an idea, Kurt or Eric, what would typically cause this, or what in the past has caused this for the alternator to burn up? And got it? Any ideas? Typically, your your main charge wire is somehow shorted to ground. I mean, and just overloading that alternator. Okay. I was thinking that, or I didn't know if it was computer-controlled voltage regulator on some of these. Sometimes the voltage regulator in the computer can give a false signal and, and max it out. And what we've seen once <coughs> was the negative cable was terrible. And mm -hmm. so when we lose a negative cable, the, the voltage alternator. drops, and the alternator yeah. goes, or the regulator goes, wow, the voltage is zero, yeah. and so it winds the alternator up and full fields that, yeah. Mm, yeah. that son of a gun, and it just wipes it out. Yeah. Yep. It doesn't take long. So that's kind of the work that needs to be done. We need to make sure that the, the voltage wire at the back of the alternator mimics the, the battery, yep. right? We have to have that. We need a good ground system, and then we're going to have to go through because something's causing this, and I don't know if it's got an internal regulator in that 99 Mitsubishi yeah. or if it's external, but I'm betting it's in. Internal. That one might be, yeah. yeah. So that would be something that might very well do it. But it's a matter of just f knowing what the system's supposed to do and making sure that what it's what it's supposed to do is it's doing. And so it, it, it's really kind of an issue. There's been times where we've, and, and a lot of people will pull the, the battery cable to kill the car. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, no. And they, and they kill the alternator. <laughs> or be, computer. Or the computer, because you, you all of a sudden you just tangle all, everything up. You've got a whole bunch of people that are on the same train, and what you've done is stopped the train, opened up all the doors, and went backwards. And you just got, you got... And people all, are falling off all over the place, aren't they? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So in, in your particular case, I agree with you. I'm thinking to open up the window a little wider from 45 upwards to God knows where. But most of us are going to be able to track that down within about uh, $100 to $150 on the worst case scenario. Mm -hmm. So, and then you've got, after that, you've got two things. You've got the diagnostic, but then you've got the part and the labor to replace the part unless the customer wants to do it themselves. And then, right. then, then you can obviously give them your diagnosis and move from there. Yeah, then make sure they put a, a good white box part in there so we get to diagnose it again. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, well, what 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 I think you're saying is is that we'd like to see a name on the box. Yeah. Yes. Um, we'd like to see something that we recognize. Yes. You guys want to throw a couple of names out? Denzo, Hitachi, yes. uh, 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 Bosch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even to to some extent, Motorcraft and then, and Delco and yeah, stuff. AC Delco, AC Delco. I, I like Delco Motorcraft. Yeah. So we want to see a name on the box. We don't want them to be ashamed of the of where the part came from. But anyway, there you go, Joe. Good luck to you, okay. buddy. Thanks. All right. One, one quick question. Okay. Uh, you guys know any towing companies? I live at Seventh Street in Union Hills, basically, and I got to get it to Kurt. Um. Do you have a tow truck? That yeah. Okay, what's the name of your tow truck or towing uh, service? So we use Settle Towing. S-E-T-T-L-E? Correct. Okay, Settle Towing. They service okay. Kurtz. Tell them you're a customer, and tell them you want the Eric price, not the Jeff price. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> or better yet, just tell them it's Kurt's car. <laughs> <laughs> and, and have him join in there. Anyway, thank you very much, Joe. Thank you very much. I did a study not too long ago. And um, and and it was because this customer who really made me mad wanted f he wanted to dictate what Ford parts or what parts we put on his Ford, okay, Ford in the last five years for the trucks, they've had Bendix brakes, they have a Johnson Control battery, they have a Hitachi 
and a Denso alternator starter mass airflow sensor. Hitachi and Denso. That's where they're accessing that kind of stuff. The brakes are all Bendix. And then I could go on and on and on, but I can't remember half of what I But the issue was, is this Ford wasn't made by any Ford parts. No. Now, I've been to the, to the Johnson Controls factory, and I want you to picture um, 100 bowling lanes that are tilted from the back to the front. Okay, they're not flat. Uh-huh. And you got the same battery coming down every single one of those lanes with a different tag. But every one of them is a Group 78 or a Group 74 or a Group 3160, whatever. But every one of them has a different tag. Walmart, Price Club, or Costco, or whatever. And just all the way down the line, it's the same battery. So 89% of the batteries that are sold in the United States are made by one company. Yeah, yeah. And so that's why I tell people just kind of shop price. Because it really doesn't make any difference where you get it. So it's that. But then Bendix breaks. Now... Here's the last question. Do you know the difference between the Ford blue box part and the Ford red box part? The color of the ink? The color of the ink. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Well, whippersnappers. You know what? I don't know for off the top of my head, Mark. Okay. I know I see the backing plates between good quality pads and bad quality pads make a huge difference. I, I agree with you. But I, I don't know if that's the difference. Okay. Eric? They make two different boxes? They do make two different boxes. And this is the truth. The blue box, when they built the car in 2014, let's say it's a headlight switch. The blue box has, they tell the manufacturer, whoever it is, of the headlight switch, give me some extras. So they put it in the blue box, and that represents the original part you had. Hmm. That's the original part that you had or some semblance of that. Now, the red box is today's vendor. Gotcha. So six years ago, we had this this thing made, and we we got a couple thousand of them. Let's say ten thousand. We got some ten thousand extra headlight switches. Well, those go in the in the blue box for that car, that spread. But now we have a new vendor, and he's making the same switch. He's from Indonesia. The first guy was from Japan or China. Okay. So the idea is is that the blue box and the red box has to do with pricing. And if you guys remember, do you have you heard of the new Omni parts? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Omni parts are aftermarket parts that are sold by Motocraft, Motocraft, Omnicraft. Mm-hmm. So the Ford dealers are saying now we have a second line called Omnicraft. And the Omnicraft parts are not Motocraft, but they're good because we've given them our stamp, stamp of, approval. of approval. Okay. The problem with that is is the the other parts that they sell, the Motocraft parts, are no different than the parts they got in these Omnicraft, and they're aftermarket parts, and that, but they're trying to capture the ten most the p- ten biggest numbers, and so I'll suggest that they're alternators and starters and mass airflow sensors and spark plugs and all the stuff that we do on a regular basis, maybe water pumps, maybe starters, but the idea is is that for how many years this is a question, how many years has Ford been telling us? that we need to use Motocraft and Ford parts. And now all of a sudden, they have another line <laughs> that is not, and they're selling it. Yeah. They're selling Omnicraft as a second line for as long as I've been around, which is 20, 50 years. Yeah. As long as I've been around, Ford has been one of them. But the rest of them say the same thing is, don't buy any parts but ours. No. You have to buy yeah. Chrysler parts. You have to buy Ford yeah. parts. You have to buy General Motors parts. Now, all of a sudden, we got Ford saying, ah, we we're just teasing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as long as you buy from us. Exactly. As long as you buy from us. But they're really going after us installers on that. 602-508-0960. I want to say it again. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.